man. This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... Just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> man. Ladies and gentlemen, we live, we live and direct. I'm with my boy here, Meech. Yes, sir. Dropping Jews, we back on the podcast. How y'all doing today, everyone? It's blessed to be here. Glad y'all could join us on another episode of Dropping Jews. Boy, it sounds like I got a little echo or something, don't it, dog? Nah, you sound good. Oh, okay. To me. I'm tripping. But, uh, man, yeah, we glad y'all joining us on this uh, new episode of Dropping Jews podcast, man. My man Michi up in here live and direct. We blessed to be here, practicing social distancing, having some tea with some biscuits, you know what I mean? Straight England style, you feel me? <laughs> no, I was just playing with y'all, but we do got some tea though, man. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with some tea, man. Y'all need to drink some tea if y'all ain't, man. Always good for you. That's right, man. Support that body. You gotta be healthy these days, man. COVID-19, real. For y'all unbelievers out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... Hey, what'd you say, me? <laughs> people are really twisted <laughs> to think that this thing is a con- conspiracy in the nature that the government created it. <sighs> and that it's not real and you don't need to wear a mask as a preventative measure. <laughs> To not only protect yourself, but protect others around you. What a time to be alive. What a time. What a time. What you say, 2020, a hell of a year, right? 2020, a hell of a year, players. Yeah, man, we got a uh, an explosive little episode tonight, man. My man, Meech, man, he, we was, we was talking to each other yesterday, man, you know. Uh, he had him a nice little stogie. Uh, he was contemplating, man. He had his thinking cap on. He always got his thinking cap on, you know, but he, 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 I hit him up and uh, go ahead, man. Let people know what we're going to talk about. Man. Well, you know what, people? Um, there's a lot of things going on in our culture, in our society, but there are people. Um, and I think it's very important for us to be at the forefront of the conversation and being at the forefront of that conversation also means that you may talk about controversial issues. And one of the things that's important to me as an American is freedom of speech. Uh-oh. Let's go. However, mm. somehow, in a perverted, twisted way, there has been resistance that has risen out of nowhere. (laughs) Well, it is out of somewhere in a sense, but to me it's out of nowhere. But this resistance or this opposition to freedom of speech is cancel culture. 
And I feel like just to start it off, that it is infringing on the very rights that made us so unique as a nation. Mm. One of the first examples that come to my mind was yesterday, in fact, uh, Nick Cannon was canceled. Whole show. Fuck, <laughs> because he mm. made and quote unquote anti-Semitic uh, remarks uh, on his podcast when he had former Public Enemy uh, group member Professor Griff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So Griff, you bringing light to what you what I'm yeah because I've I've seen the names and I was trying to figure out. What, what, but go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, Professor Griff was on his podcast, and so. I mean, Nick Cannon podcast, I've seen like over the last year in particular, he's been having more and more controversial black voices that speaks for the diaspora. Um, and come on, man, here you go using these big words. <laughs> come on, man, what's diasporas? <laughs> well, it's Africa, but spread out over the world, wow. right? Come on, man. <laughs> you know, we sprinkle here, we sprinkle there, and that's the diaspora. Okay. Uh, so with these provocative voices, um, they have opinions that's not of the mainstream. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Nick Cannon has been trending towards more fringe of ideas and conversations on his podcast and by allowing Professor Griff to come on there, there was uh, anti-Semitic, I can't even say Anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic uh, rhetoric that was brought up from uh, Professor Griff past, but also Nick Cannon was talking about the nature in which white people are and I'm paraphrasing, uh, but, you know, he was saying savagery, Nordic mountains, um, you know, they don't have melanated skin, things like that. Well, anyway, people took offense and they instantly canceled him and Viacom released him. Mm -hmm. And now Nick Cannon is back on his uh, apologies tour. <laughs> 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 but, 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 but this is an example a recent example of things that have continually happened within our culture. And I'm starting to have a problem with the fact that people cannot speak, have an opinion. Like I, I feel like you have a right to have an opinion, even if I don't agree with you. And if anything, I will learn more about my viewpoint if we have an engaging conversation. An honest engaging conversation, correct? Yeah. I mean, how do you feel if, if the shoe was on the other fit? Cause I've been seeing people posting on social media about how you know, if this would have been a white person saying this, um, we would have been upset too. Um, how do you feel about that? It's definitely a difference. Um, the first thing that come to my mind is the history of this nation. And it's, unfor it's unfair to white people, but the reality is they never reconciled made a reconciliation with black people after reconstruction. Killer Mike said something on his, when uh, Revolt had this summit down in Atlanta and said, Facts. America was once great, 
No, brother, I challenged that. <laughs> How can you say America was once great? And he tried to use the period of Reconstruction as an example because you had black politicians back there. So I said, hold on, hold on. That was a process. That never being great means you reach your zenith. zenith. When when Jordan was losing in the 80s, the Bulls wasn't great. No, they weren't. Absolutely. They didn't get great until they went on a three-piece. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Facts. So, Killer Mike, let's not let's not speak in these empty. <laughs> I, I don't even want to take a shot on like that, but you know we have. I to, like Killer Mike. Yeah, I like him. I like him. It's not no shot, but I disagree with that type of rhetoric because that re, the the failure of America to not have a reconciliation with black people led to black codes, led to Jim Crow led to the Civil Rights Act, and we are in a, a state where we have we have never had that true and open and honest conversation, and people want to say, well, we gave you laws. Well, if you look in the Civil Rights Act in 1964, minorities included transgenders and women. So the very nature of the law, which was to protect the people who was intended to protect, open the gateway for all these other groups to benefit from it. So mm -hmm. when we sit up here and talk about a white person saying it, I don't think they have the same right to say certain things because America has never really had that open, honest conversation and addressed the issues. Now, if America had had that conversation and had addressed those issues, you know, I wouldn't have no necessarily an issue with it, but as we've, we've not talked about how disenfranchised African-Americans is. We have not talked about how triggered African-American is as it relates to civil rights, as it relates to Jim Crow, as it relates to redlining, as it relates to the compartmentalization of the school systems and the Facts. lack of resources in the urban communities, right? Facts. So we, I can't sit up here and say that a, a, a white people, and it, white people which represent a system of power, right, have the right to to say things about people in a less of a position who have not really had a true voice. Mm. What you think? <laughs> <laughs> that was powerful, man. Uh, so if a white person said uh, something about a minority and they was in the way of Nick Cannon's persuasion, um, to be honest with you, uh, I would probably... Re Oh, I probably respect that person even uh, even more because they showing me their true feelings. Right. Um, and like you said, it's the freedom of speech. Let them talk they talk, man. But we don't always have to agree with the bullish, bro. I mean, we just having a conversation, man. And uh, if a person is being honest with me and telling me how they really feel about, you know, black people, then so be it. I ain't got to worry about a leopard. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I'm saying? A leopard is a leopard. Yeah. No matter what. So you can't change the spots or not. A zebra is a zebra, you know? So um, I don't have an issue with that. You know what I'm saying? I understand what people are saying, but I don't know. I, I just had some, uh, I was had conflicting feelings about, because I really didn't hear what Nick Cannon really said. Um but I thought it was pretty, uh, in my opinion, I thought it was pretty extreme to just cancel the whole show. Uh, you know, it's, it seems like we they pick and choose when they want to uh, use power or authority in their favor 
when it's uh, possible or when when they feel like it's it's it's, it's uh, necessary. But in other in other areas, um, you got to understand. In the past, there were a lot of people that had shows or movie stars that had opinions about black people. And that was the way of life. That was the culture, correct? Exactly. So they didn't cancel shows from them. We know John Wayne was a was a known <laughs> racist. They didn't cancel his show. Roseanne, she said what she said. Her show's still on though. She just ain't on it, right? You know what I'm saying? So for them to cancel the whole show, I thought that was pretty extreme. Um, and it probably wouldn't have been the same if he wasn't on there because there was Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out uh, tour and all that. But I'm just saying, like, we can't cancel culture when it's appropriate for you to cancel culture. You know what I'm saying? When you in a in a, in a role of a power or authority, and and I'm not saying that we we agree with anti-Semitic comments or whatever. You no, may, we don't. But I'm just saying, like, when you can't use your power or authority when you feel like it's necessary, because if it's not about consistency, that's when I have an issue with it. Right. And and when you pick and choose your battles as far as okay, well, we're gonna show him. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, damn, they just canceled the show. Anybody else made any any derogatory comments? They would have, they would have, you know what I'm saying? Shit, Rush Limbaugh still on, on earth. He always make it, and, and, that's his, and, and that's what he do, right? So I just don't understand how, I just feel like America has always uh, uh, taught the uh, the people of this land about uh, white supremacy, excuse me. Um, <laughs> no excuse needed. <laughs> but uh, because it, it it's funny to me how certain I, I look at I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at it as in the grand scheme of things. When you're talking about crime, you don't look at crime on the same level. You give less time to a person that's accused of pedophilia than you would to to a drug dealer. How is that possible? Ain't the children the future of the of the, of the land? Ain't they the ain't they the prize of it all? But it seems like to me they get all free, but a person that get caught for some slanging weed and weed is almost legal in in all states, he gets what 10, 15 years. What sense does that make, bro? Like I just don't understand this consistency that they call uh, justice or whatever they want to call it. How is it that certain things work for other folks but don't work the other way? See, that's 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 the problem that we have in America today, you know. Nick Cannon said what he said. Okay, you know, it, it's just I just feel like damn, they just cut him off. Now, like you said, he on his apology tour right now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you know that was them showing him. Look, don't get don't get too don't get too out of line because we we'll pull your ass back in. Matter of fact, you know, if you want to if you want to get this back, you are gonna have to beg for it, man. And I just feel like this that's that bullshit. This supposed to be like you said, freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could have addressed it in a way to, you know, maybe y'all could have had a conversation and then went from something from like that. But I just feel like in certain situations, things are differently approached than they are in, in other folks. Well, and, and, and the thing is, is that we must understand the mindset of cancel culture. Yeah. And in my opinion, it goes back to the same conversation as I said, the reconciliation between uh, the blacks and white during Reconstruction. Um, 
the problem that we face today with cancel culture is, is the people, these these groups, LGBTQ, uh, blacks, you know, Asians, uh, Latinos, evangelicals, they are all chasing the opportunities that have been afforded to white supremacy since this nation has been established. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. So they have seen, right? They've seen or have heard, not necessarily seen, but they've heard of 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 George Washington and and they've heard stories of Abraham Lincoln and they've heard Andrew Jackson. They've heard the <laughs> stories of the era of the Robin Robin Barons and the Gilded Age were ex massive expansion of wealth in the Roaring Twenties, right? Ooh. This in and of itself is the most, this, that's the highest form of expression of what white supremacy represents. And each group want to have that same, they believe they entitled. Afforded to, yeah, afforded they to those feel, opportunities. Yeah, they yeah. believe they're entitled. So now they canceling anything that comes off as derogatory to their cause because they should be experiencing the same uh, non-critical assessment that white supremacy has experienced within this country. Not, not to say that there hasn't been critics of it, but it has transcended the criticism. It has not been affected as prominently as other groups may have been affected. So I think, in my opinion, when, so when 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 these scholars or these right wing people get upset, right, and like, <laughs> oh, they fridge on my rights and all this, I said, but this is American as apple pie. Yeah, <laughs> like this is American. Like this is America. Like you can't have, you don't have cancel culture without white supremacy, or within America. I can't speak for other nations, sure. and I'm sure right, it happens right. in other nations. It definitely happens in other nations. It's just my assessment. I mean, I can be off a little bit, but I just see how people want the same things. You still got the LGBT. They want to be able to marry. Uh, you got the blacks. They want, they've been, ch we've been chasing rights since right. after 1865. <laughs> you know, then you got the poor whites who, you know, they want their guns, yeah. you know, at all rights. This yeah. is my liberty. They don't care about anything else. And they, and actually, they feel like they afforded the same opportunities as the rich whites. Well, that's because enough, they, yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? When you said the presidents, I mean, the pres the presidents of, uh, uh, of what power looks like and, 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 why, and, and how people should be living, then you can't be a critic at the same point, bro. Exactly. You set the example early on. Yeah, you did. Now, you, now you're trying to lay down a hammer on a situation that's been going on for years yeah. when the shoe is on the other foot. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was okay to say niggers. <laughs> it was okay to say other derogatory uh, uh, situations when it comes to Hispanics or Asians. We learned it from you. Exactly. Within so, the context of this country, exactly. we've learned so, it from you. Go ahead. No, 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 no. But you're right, though. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's funny to me how it's it's looked harsh upon when he made that comment about the uh, Jewish community. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, because I didn't hear the uh, podcast episode, but that same behavior that he exhibited has been going on in America for years. Like you said, ever since 1619, they've been doing this for years, dog. Since slavery started, so now 
you are trying to correct a situation that you've been a part of for years and benefited from. That's the problem I have with this whole situation. And, and, and so the cancel culture technically from a technical sense comes from the more liberal wing of the political agenda or political view. So um, that is, is, is very, 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 very dangerous um, because of the, the very oppressive tactics of capitalism. Right. Right. The very oppressive tactics. <laughs> hit you where it hurts. Yeah. The very <laughs> oppressive tactics of capitalism has called this more quote unquote progressive. I call it quote unquote a progressive wing of the party to call out anyone that's speaking derogatory to a group who has been believed to have been disenfranchised. So Thanks. that's where you get this, this power of cancel and non-cancel and had America addressed or made a reconciliation with a lot of these issues years ago, we wouldn't be in this position today. And that's why I always blame the politicians and their inability to not only see now, but look 20, 40, 50, 100 years down the road and say, what world will my great great grandchildren live in, and how can I do? What can I do to enhance their lifestyle and make it better for them than what it is for me currently? Yeah, we in the city, y'all. When y'all hear these fire trucks and, and, and ambulances, we in the heart of the city, baby. <laughs> but now nah, you make a good point, man. It, it, it's it's really odd to me how. We constantly have to have this conversation, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't see it from that point of view because they thinking, well, you know, me trying to, they, they look at me as trying to buck the system. But the system you have in place has already benefited you and is already to an a uneven playing field that me uh, addressing the situation is because I don't see the fairness. It's a, it's a situation where you got to ask yourself, man, like, enough is enough, bro. Facts. Like, Facts. like, what I got to do to, to, to show you? I'm trying to do nonviolent marches, protests. Yeah. And then, what you know, what really makes me mad when people say uh, peaceful protests. <laughs> protests are not made to be peaceful. Protests is to bring out the, uh, to speak out on the unjust situation. So a protest is to 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 cause disruption to let you know that we are not happy with the situation that's going on. They always act like they want somebody like, how are you going to control what my protest should look like? Like, how are you going to control the narrative? So you want me to walk down the street quietly and march so it can appease your fucking feelings and how you feel emotionally. So, you know, if you don't make noise, then I don't have to hear it. In the words of Malcolm X, if you want to lose a war, let your enemy control the news. Come on, man. Let your enemy control the media. Yeah, that's facts. Because they'll tell you you lost before you a, a cannon fired. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, what you say? You say you already lost. Huh? Before a cannon fired. You ain't even shot a cannon in oh, and you lost the war. Everybody Bruh. gave up and surrendered. This is what we dealing with, right? Thanks. Thanks. And so we have to be careful in this day of information, even though it's good, it's also bad because it can give you the bad perspective and it can cause you to get so visceral in your response that it prevents you from having a decent conversation with Absolutely. someone with an opposing view. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, and I think that's the, you know, I was looking at some a post. Somebody said, uh, communication ain't the problem. It's comprehension. <laughs> if you can't comprehend what I'm communicating to you, then you're not allowing yourself to listen to me. So you can't give me good feedback because you already not listening to what I'm telling you and you're not comprehending what I'm saying. So you already have a, 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 a opinion already that's lined up and you're not trying to understand where I'm coming from. And that is the issue that we living with today, man. You know what I'm saying? I know certain people I can't have conversations with because you are already having blinders on what I'm saying because you thinking I'm I'm the angry black man. Ain't that something? When I when I have an opinion about a situation, I am the ang- I'm labeled as the angry black man. So what do you call a white person that that has a a, a difference of opinion of of what America thinks? What do you call that? That's a good question. That's what I'm saying, bro. All these labels and shit, man, it don't make sense. The problem is, like you said, white supremacy has made an example on this land ever since, bro. And they set the 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 precedence of how a good living should be. And then they get mad when people are trying to reach that same plateau, bro. Because because in it is competition. Right. So as much as competition is promoted, is you as if I have consolidated all the resources <laughs> and some foreign country, right? starts buying up resources into my like in my neck of the woods of course i'm going to go to my local politician my state politician my uh u.s representative and say hey what can i do to prevent these cats from infringing on my territory and they create little stuff and then they shield themselves. So it creates a barrier to prevent the competition from getting closer and closer to their territory. And I think that we have to understand that dynamic when we look at what Americanism is truly is. We don't want the competition, even though the competition is promoted. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want true cap- yeah. capitalism. Man, I was debating with some people today, I mean, a couple of days ago. <laughs> And they was talking about uh, natural selection with the coronavirus, right? Like, oh, it's just, you know, the survival of the fittest and all that. I'm like, you know what? It sounds good. I said social Darwinism sounds good, but you don't, you really don't want competition yourself. You really don't believe in natural selection. Because if you got a plug, if you got a plug to give you some free stuff or got you connected, you know how many people you going to tell? Lot. No, no, no. Oh, you're going to keep the plug to yourself. When you got a plug, you're going to keep the plug to yourself. Facts. So a lot of people be talking all this, all natural survival fitness, blah, 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 blah. Man, a lot of it's bogus. Because <laughs> they, 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 they going to say it, but they not going to tell you who they suppressing to compete with them or what type of backhand deals they doing to prevent competition to in, enter into their marketplace. Nah, that's a, that's that's facts there, bro. You know the funny thing is, bro, <laughs> when they came in this land, they stole it, right? <sighs> but you call yourself setting up laws that will protect your rights in your pursuit of happiness and the things that you did in order to get this land in the first place. So when you came, you stole, robbed, killed. But now you have laws right. in place to prevent people from stealing, killing, 
and Robin. Right. You set the pre- That's the craziness to me, bro. That's the craziness, man. And <laughs> And 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 the and the issue that we uh, that we talking about has been going on for years, man. It's been going on for years, and the crazy thing is, is is it's like that. We uh we just supposed to fall in line and and, and like sheep's and cattle. Well, and so there's a book uh, by George Orwell, uh, 1984, and in it, it was the main character name is Winston and. Uh, it was talking about a police state, heavily surveyed the thought police, right? And that, and the thought police controlled the narrative or the thought of the people of the land. And when we, so, so this is the thing, like with cancel culture. So on a social level, there's. A mainstream idea of cancel, like Nick Cannon, like right. or you know someone that may speak out and say something like this, or they now they got, you know, I don't know how they even talk Susan and parking lot Betty, all this, you know. <laughs> what is that, bro? <laughs> it's these names people come up with people who you know white people who in their feelings, right? And maybe white lady mad because a, a black person is pulling out a parking spot. Oh, what you doing to this neighbor? So they cancel that person, or the lady that was asking a black man in New York in the park about. Oh yeah, you know they cancel her and fire her. So that's one form of cancel. But then you have another form of cancel, and this is why I brought again in 1984 is the 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 heavily surveyed surveilled state of America and how the 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 FBI and CIA and NSA and all these different organizations continue to control the thought of Americans by surveilling us. And if we say things that may be too controversial, they try to control what rhetoric comes out, if that makes sense. No, I feel what you're saying, yeah. So it happens on a mainstream scale and then it happens on the behind scene, the scenes, subtle style that you don't see. So I think when we talk about cancel culture, we only speak of it. We speak on it on the the very mainstream view, but a lot of times we fail to mention that it's also going on yeah, behind the, the scenes. scenes. Yeah, it's a large scale. And it's, it's a large. We in a large, heavily surveilled yeah. state. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and like you said, you know. It happens on the macro and the micro level. Yeah, yeah. So Nick Cannon is just one example. Absolutely. Right? So it happens even on your job. Most people may not even notice it, but it's certain su- subtleties that happen that tries to, like you said, cancel culture, make your opinion feel less than than what it what it really should be. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's it's a crazy thing, and and and, and understanding that. Uh, this stuff here, man, is is it's bigger than what we think it is, man. And it's a mind state or a mind frame that that comes with that that the powers to be don't want to let go. They always want to keep that. And this just shows you how the way they cancel Nick Cannon, 
that was for them to, to me, in my opinion, to put him in his place to let him know, hey, this is what it is, man. And, what, and, and you have to be careful in how you speak too. Exactly, so, exactly. So I can have an opposing view about something, but I have to word it in a way in which it's not controversial. And from what I understand and how he said it, it did come off, it was bad decorum and bad taste. Um, but even on this platform, you know, we talk about a lot of controversial issues. And one of the most important things for me is to say how I feel, but also be understanding and empathetic to people's plight and struggle. So even if I don't necessarily agree that there was a plight and a struggle. I'm still sensitive. I can put myself in their shoes and be sensitive and be aware of what I am saying so I don't put anybody in an uncomfortable position because ultimately, this is not about pointing a finger at one another. It's about truly growing and having that conversation. So that's what my problem is with uh, political... He said political <laughs> correctness, but that is what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. But the, the but, but the cancel culture, uh, it doesn't allow for certain conversations to be had. And also, if we look at how news is, if we look at mm-hmm. ESPN and Fox, the the format of those shows, like even like Undisputed with Skip Bayless, Bayless and Shannon yeah. Stark, yeah. it's an argumentative style. Like it's back and forth, and they get worked up. And I'm sure they're good friends, but right, it's right, not right. like. They ready to fight or something and right. blow the blows. And they so, just having a debate. Or, or even when you go to a political show, um, a lot of times they bring a controversial guest and it's so short of a segment that every they're trying to get their point across yeah. as quickly as possible, possible instead of articulating how they truly feel and and allowing people to truly understand where they're coming from. Right. So that right. that's just trickles down to the micro in our personal lives. I mean, shoot, I date. Pe- I've dated people in my past where it just seemed like <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to have a very honest conversation, and it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> they can't. They cancel me as soon as I be real. Cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> I be trying to love you, baby, but you canceling me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what happened, dog? Nick Nick forgot. I think honestly, Nick forgot where he was. Like you were saying, he he thought he was in. Because let's be honest, y'all. We talk differently in private than we do amongst the public. And uh, I think Nick Cannon was in, was so engulfed in that conversation, he 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 was just speaking his mind. And and like me said, it was, it was probably a poor choice of words that he used. Absolutely. And. You understood what he was trying to say, I right? I understood what he was saying. Okay. So it was just poor choice of words. And, 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 but like you said, until America is ready to have that honest conversation, you know, this world probably, I mean, this country would be a better place if you openly have these honest yeah, conversations. Let's talk. Well, let's talk about yeah. it. Let's just yeah, talk come on, about, man. Let's put it all yeah, out Let's put it out there. You let's know. tell me how you really feel about me, and I'll tell you how you really feel about you, and, and then we and, can move on from And that. let's get to a point where we can get to a common ground. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's a good point about Drew Brees. I I I don't like the fact that they cancel him. He have every right to support the flag because that's what he represents. Right. He has the right of the American to have that free speech. And I just think that people peg that with racism. And it's not 
racism. It's Americanism. It's an American nationalism, problem. nationalism as Na- they call it, patriotism. Well, patriotism, nationalism, yeah, 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 yeah. it depends. It takes on. It's protean. Takes on many forms. It's versatile. Exactly. How you exactly how you see that flag, and we don't know you. How it relates to Drew Brees, but it can be one of many of those things. And, you know, it's unfortunate that someone, like my mom, she got an American flag in front of her. She got a few of them. I mean, that's her. That's what she want to do. I don't think that my mom is a racist because my mom got an American flag. <laughs> <laughs> I just I know think my the, way he, the way he said it on that show, that's what made, made it yeah. out to be bad. The, the optics didn't look good when he was saying, I, I can, he, he kind of made like a face like, I can't stand when people kneeling on the flag and all that. Well, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, and Just speak speak your honest yeah, about true. how you that's feel about true. the flag, but it's not for you to, to determine how somebody else should feel about the flag because we all know that different people get different uh, experiences in America today on the color of their skin. So let's be honest now. So Well, and I don't think, and, and that's why it's important for us to not use the flag in sports venues as a way to promote patriotism in and of its own right. Um, You know, I I think it's very important for us to have a separation of sports and a separation of politics. And I'm not saying these sports players can't handle conversations, but they're training. They're training, and the last thing they need to be talking about is politics. <laughs> I'm just 100% honest. You know, Drew B, Drew Brees, is. I'm not saying he's not astute, but, you know, he's just not going to be as savvy in some of these – and be empathetic. Nor wow. is other NFL players like Colin Kaepernick. I'm just being honest. They're not going to be as savvy and understanding to – whoever they may offend. So it's a way you have to tread lightly. And it, it takes an art, a skill. I didn't used to realize that, but as I'm getting older, it takes it's a spurt yeah, type right. of art and skill for you to articulate your point without offending the opposing view. Yeah, because Deshaun Jackson, he in the same boat with, with Nick Cannon as far as making anti-semantic uh, 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 opinions on, 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 on what he said. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's what it is, man. And then, and then to talk about the political correctness, you got to think about it. Who set that example about political correctness? You know what I mean? Uh, I want to see if that's an opinion. I want to hear this opinion if you want to call it. I just got to hear this. <laughs> you want to hear it? It's comments, and I, I just want to be right. Able to, that's why we pausing, y'all. We looking at comments. Well, that's why I'm pausing because me, Jane Paul, but that's why I'm pausing. <laughs> I'm smooth with it. I'm smooth. I'm we, talking we, we to looking read at comments, yeah. but I was just looking at this guy. He said, You're 100% right. Um, I want to, if he if he don't have no problem calling in, I just want to hear his. Yeah, point, matter of so fact, you just, know what, man? We can go ahead and take a yeah, phone call. Yeah, I want to come on, call in, Tricky Dave 12. You got I want to hear. I want to hear his viewpoint. Cause yeah. I want to just piece it every everything together. I know right. we're getting parts of it. Yeah, but I mean, we love to hear from different perspectives and different backgrounds because everybody's not gonna live the same life, man. That's the wonderful thing about life itself. You know what I'm saying? We all can just have that conversation and that open dialogue and 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 get to a point to where we can all live together and, and respect that. Then we would be living in a different facts, world, dog. Facts. See, the problem is the fact that you have a race in the first place. The only one race in this world is the human race. Uh-oh. So you, 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 when you start labeling things, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we talk about. No dishes, but that's what we talking about when we say white supremacy. When you're making these certain uh, 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 categories and, and, and then you having issues because people want to be afforded those same opportunities as them categories you created. 
that's what you're going to get. Because you're going to always want to be what the oppressor is because the oppressor is living better than what you are. So you striving to live that life. And that's the true fact. So right now, man, we're going we're gonna to take any calls if y'all want to call in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go on ahead. Tricky Day 12. Hey, come on, call in. I'll give you, I'll give you a minute, bro. Don't worry. Say, give him a second. All right, okay, that's cool. <laughs> but that's that's what we're talking about, man. As far as this uh cancel culture, man, you know, the same culture that was that was uh having those opportunities. So so let me let me last one one last thing. I was looking at this thing. <laughs> it's called Showbiz Kids, it's a documentary on HBO. Yeah. And they was just talking about how kids uh you know, when they growing up in the showbiz and and the it's it's really talking about the dark side of it. Right. Because really big in there is uh the pedophilia. But uh hold on, let me hold on, Tricky Day, he calling in. What's going on, Tricky Day twelve? What's good with y'all? Ah man, we we, we blessed we great. man. How you been? I heard that. Same, same brother, just chilling. Hey man, go on ahead. We was uh Go ahead and make your comment, man. We was loving those comments you was posting on the uh, 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 pod, Bean. I'll bet. So I have a different perspective because I'm white. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I grew up in a military household on a military base out in uh, Lemoore. It's in California. Okay. And uh, I had a few friends I grew up with. They were um, black. His name is uh, Richard Matthews. And we actually touched on this on my buddy's podcast about all this. He was in the NFL for like seven years, but we've been friends. We've been cool and we keep in touch. And uh, he was actually one of the people that started the protests with uh, Kaepernick. Okay. And uh, throughout, throughout the whole time, I always supported him. I was like, Hey, you know, we grew up together. You know, I've been, I know what you went through. Um, and sometimes I can relate to it cause I was with him in some of those occasions. So uh, when all this stuff started coming to light, you know, I got in touch with him. I was like, Hey, how you doing? Can I hear your side of the things? And we talked. I mean, like you guys were talking about the political correctness. The stuff that we were talking about was that that open dialogue, that real conversation. Right, right. Like the stuff that we couldn't post on the podcast because we were afraid of reputations. Well, so, so I got a question, and not to cut you yes, off, sir. but so what? Why? Like I understand, like people are concerned about their reputation, but why is it so difficult for us to have that open? An honest conversation, because I believe that if it's sincere, it transcends all the bullshit. Mm. That's right, just my right. my opinion. No, no, I, I totally respect that, and I, I see where you're coming from. So we talked about it together. So I mean, he when he was played, he got a lot of because uh, he played in Tennessee his last years, like when he was good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Tennessee, the, <laughs> this is the South, right? So <laughs> he was getting a lot of backlash, and he never kneeled for the flag. He stayed inside the tunnel inside the locker room because right. his brother was in the military died in a plane crash in afghanistan so i mean he he knows that life like he he knows that whole military side of it so we talked about it and um if we had that conversation that we had we were concerned um it's hard to say like the reputation i don't who cares right like i don't care about the reputation people know me for who i am but it's the outsiders that don't know you, they don't care about your opinion and they judge you based off that. Like, oh, you're a racist, oh, you hate white people. Like, we just didn't want that because that's not the message we were trying to, trying to like relay. We were trying to 
just get it out there. Like, Hey, this is his side of it. And this is my side of it. Yeah. I, I think, like, the, but I think the problem is there's too many private conversations behind closed doors. So that's, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I, I definitely agree with that. I, I wish we could be real because I asked him why he didn't feel comfortable with it. And he was afraid of uh, being called a coon. I don't, I don't never heard of that before, but <laughs> that's uh, a very derogatory. That, 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 that is a derogatory. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not saying that what you said is derogatory. I'm saying that in the black community, yeah, that's... I call another black person a coon. That's a derogatory it's term from words. a black to a black. <laughs> right. That's very okay, derogatory. That's probably why he took it so Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, but I mean, he he probably looking at it too. He's a he's a a, a figurehead as far as like right. you said, he's an athlete. So he he want his opportunities. See, that's the thing. You 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 have to decide if you want to either protect the bag, or either you want to speak your mind. <laughs> that's the problem. Right. So if he want to have a good living, just like everyone else is, as they say, the American dream, he has to play his role. And him shutting up and not really, like you said, putting that out there like that, that's, I mean, he, he has to do that because, like you said, he was an ex-NFL star. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know. I think he was a wide receiver, correct? Or oh, I'm sorry. My headset fell out. <laughs> uh, no, I said he was a wide receiver, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so um, you know, he, he trying to still keep himself an opportunity in, in, in the sports world as far as the NFL. And, you know, how they feel about it. So if he make a, com right. a comment or anything about that, that could shut down his opportunities. But, then you got but, commercials but, but, but and stuff the, like that. But Go. the truth should prevail, man. And I, I, I agree I, with you. I man. really don't see a problem in which, I don't care who you are as a public figure, it's no different than what quote unquote red table talk with Jada Pinkett well, does, true. Yeah. right? Oh, she has yeah. open and honest conversations, conversations, right? She was just talking about her entanglements. <laughs> <laughs> she got forced into that though. Yeah, yeah, she did, time. but 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 <laughs> it's a very you can tell it was a very uncomfortable conversation, conversation for yeah, her and her husband. On him too, yeah. They they put their marriage out, right? right so right. I think that for me, I can respect people when they talk about the issues that. Or where we don't agree, like I would love to have an open and honest conversation with a white person and tell how I feel, and I would love for them to be open and honest and, and tell, tell how we how feel. And yeah. I will show you how our our most for the most part we agree on a lot, a lot of, of things. things. Exactly, it's just the subtle little nuances that the media focuses on that mm -hmm. makes us separated in uh in a bigger way than we should be. Right, I agree with that. So, so did y'all ever finish the episode, the podcast episode? Yeah, yeah, it's it's out on it's out. We put it on YouTube. We put it on here. It's uh, under "Say It Out Loud Sports." Say it out loud, sports. I mean, we're we gonna have to check that out, man. Check that out, real good, man. And and yeah, basically, y'all was good. what was y'all y'all just discussing about this? Just the conversation. Well, yeah. So it's a sports podcast. So. All my friends thought I was bullshitting when I... Sorry for cussing. No, nah, no, nah, nah, we you cur good. We yeah, cuss, I'm, man. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. A, nah. All right, I'm trying to be respectful. So. <laughs> nah, you good. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we, we put it out there, and uh, they all thought I was bullshitting, saying I know them and stuff. They, like, we never <laughs> met them. So I called them up, and I was like, hey, bro. And then started talking with them, and like two hours later, I was like, hey, you want to do this podcast? And we can kind of, kind of reflect. I did. That goes like the put of correctness we talked about, right? So we just dropped like... Basic questions, not, 
I want now. I kind of want to call him up and like get get, get, no, get I, you guys I, on it. I think we and, sh- we should honestly. I don't see a problem nah, having that conversation. Yeah. It's very important because I think people need to see us talk about things, disagree as men, and then come together as men too. Facts. Right. right. I totally agree with that. I mean, we can join our Lucas as hoe if you want. <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah, man. I, I yeah, it's it's just about just dialoguing each other, and that's why me and Meech did this uh, podcast, man. We we wanted to have those open, honest conversations and and give people the right to speak their mind and not feel like that they, uh, they're being judged by. And being open to what they're saying, because we always say we can listen. We 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 don't have to always agree with what you're saying, but we right. will. You know, you have the opportunity to say what you say. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And we all come from different backgrounds in life and experiences. So, you know, what you went through, I you know, I might not have went through. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody has their struggles and traumas in life that they've been through, and I think at times we let certain nuances or 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 certain thinking uh influence us from not trying to connect with each other because of uh, biases or, or prejudices that we uh um put with certain particular groups or particular uh um actions or whatever so i think that's 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 the beauty of the thing man that's why we love having this conversation with folks man so like I said last week, what was the last episode we had? We was talking to somebody from Australia, and okay. he was just talking talking to us about the 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 oppression that's going on over there from, with the indigenous people yeah in from Australia. the indigenous people in Australia oh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think those conversations need to be had. That's the problem with America now. They don't want to have those conversations, man. You know, uh, I agree. You can't, you can't, you can't erase history as far as 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 what you want because it, it happened. You have to learn from the history and move into a different direction. That's what it's yep. about, man. And you know, my bad, it, man. So. I'm sorry. I went long way to go. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm available. If you guys want to have this conversation, I'm I'm open. I, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm free, bro. So, I don't know if you guys want to do it a certain time, but yeah, we just I'm, have I'm, to well follow you, and then we just connect and message and stuff, and we can see when yeah. we can have this conversation. Yeah, because I'm definitely more than willing and ready to Facts. talk. Because I, I mean, I was just I was at work today, and it was two white guys and four black guys, and we was talking. We was talking just that open and honest because wherever I go, I'm talking about it. Like I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not just doing it on the podcast. I'm doing it in real, real life. life. I'm on the right. front lines right. talking about this. Like you know, and then the white guys like, yeah, we need to have these conversations. This right. is what the media don't want us to want y'all to see. And I'm like, bro, I don't have a problem having that conversation because what we all concluded it is the problem is classism. It ain't really race Racism, the problem. Exactly. We got a problem with classism, but you know that's for another discussion. <laughs> that's that it really go long winded. <laughs> but now we gonna no. follow you, and then uh, we gonna message you, and then you know you just let us know, and we can get we can poly like that. Where you at? What part of the country are you in? 
I'm in Cali. Are oh, you in Cali? Yeah, we in we in St. Louis, the Midwest. Yeah. Oh, well, that's been a great conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a bunch of stuff I got to ask y'all. Yeah, it, it's bad here though. It is. It's very. It's very segregated. Oh man, this, very this segregated. Is gonna, this is gonna be a great episode. Yeah, man. If you want to call your boy too, man, you know, if you, if you want to get on, that's fine too, man. We don't care because we 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 all open to dialogue. So yeah, absolutely. So you know. But, no, nah, ain't no issue, man. We appreciate you calling in, bro. I mean, you got any last words? I appreciate it. Uh, nah, I, I'm glad I stopped by. No, nah, man, we appreciate you stopping by, man. We appreciate you so, people listening to us, man. Yeah, I had hopped on uh, Ace's podcast and uh, Sue's. I'm not sure if you guys know. I'm not familiar with them. Okay, they do like an early morning podcast. But uh, they we talked about the cancel culture today. And, oh, man, that was that was good. So, uh no, I appreciate you guys for having me and, and listening, but I look forward to that episode. That's that's gonna be uh that's gonna be deep. Oh, <laughs> You're gonna man. get deep. Oh, hey, hey, like like you said, man, just uh we'll follow you back and we'll keep in touch, man, sincerely. Bet appreciate you guys. All right, man, All appreciate right, you. Be easy. Man, that was tricky day twelve, man. He he, he came through, blessed us, man, with with a nice conversation. Blessed the blessed. I wish I had <laughs> I wish I had a shot of <laughs> Make us more Wolf of Reserve or Knob Creek or, or even old Uncle Nearest. I would have drunk some Uncle Nearest behind that one. You're <laughs> maybe I'll give you some Tulamar Dew or something. <laughs> you know, we right around the corner from Budweiser. You know what I'm saying? Might have to drink one of the birds that all birds. You dig? Don't get it confused. Oh, man. Shout out to Wayne, man. One of oh, our ardent supporters, man. Hey, Wayne. I know you got a Bud Light in your hand and you cracking that deal. <laughs> Cheers to you, Wayne, because you the real fucking MVP. Yeah, Wayne Cole, you, hey, you one of them, them avid listeners, man. We appreciate we you. We fuck with you, yeah. Wayne Cole. You support us, man, thick and thin, man, since early times, man. So, hey, man, you got anything last words to say, Meech? My last words is this. Today is a new day. Facts. And I think that we must ha continue to have these conversations and to hell with the people who counseling. You know, as long as you know you're not being offensive, as long as you, and, and hold on, let me take a step back. You, you got to learn how to articulate <laughs> yourself first. That's the first number one rule before you start talking this talk. You have to learn how to articulate yourself and know how to be empathetic and sympathetic to other people's plight. Facts. But once you get over that hump, you should have free reign to say, what you have to say within reason exactly. and not be canceled. And then these people start canceling. Cancel their ass. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, two things, you? man. I just, um, <laughs> two things, I'm sorry, but we, we need ownership as far as, uh, it just shows you that, you know, how much ownership black people has as a community, man. Yeah. Um, I see Diddy reached out to Nick Cannon and said, well, come on, come on, Revolt TV. That's fine. But I think it's time for us to, like you said, man, um, we need to get together and and and, and, and figure out ways to <clears throat> uh, do things in ways to where we are helping out each other, man, and, and benefiting each other uh, no matter what. Because when you in situations like that, like you said, uh, with Nick Cannon was in, and you know you working with those particular individuals, then you have to be, like you said, 
uh, politically correct on how you right, address right. situations. So with that being said, he should have said it in a way to where it was respectful, but you understood where he was trying to go with that. Exactly. And secondly, I just want to say that people, we need to just have this conversation, this dialogue, man. It's been long overdue. I think it's time. I think I'm, I'm tired of hearing about uh, 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 he said this, she said that. You know, when and then the media play, they they over sensationalize things as Facts. far as, you know, what they said and what they said. Now, if you believe, like you said, Mitch, if you believe in freedom of speech, then you should allow that person to say what he say. You know what I'm saying? You saying you give him freedom of speech, but like you said, it has to all be within reason and it has to be a way to where you can articulate it and say how you feel without being derogatory or being disrespectful. So I just think we need to sit down and just have a conversation. And and I'm and I'm I'm just saying everyone, you know what I'm saying? Even the ones, even the ones in classism, the rich, the poor, y'all need to just sit down and have a conversation because we can learn a lot from each other. If we sit down and have that dialogue, then we can being apart from each other and 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 being at war with each other. Facts. Because right now, you know, you see what the country is going through Facts. right now. So I just think you all need to uh get your mind right. And get ready and be open to to ideas that may challenge you. Absolutely. Because uh you never know why opportunities could come Absolutely. out of that. Absolutely. That's so, a, yeah. So I just think it's it's a blessing to where, you know, I'm happy that I'm doing this podcast. My brother here, Meach, man. We decided to do this podcast. I'm glad we decided to do it, right. man. And we making strides, man. I swear yeah. to God. We yeah. coming. Yeah, we coming. I, I listen, I, I have to say this, man. Make sure that you people Comment on our stuff, man. It helps with the algorithms. Like our stuff. We 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 really finished start ramping it up. We 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 was getting down on the recording. We got it down to a science now. Facts. So now it's, we finished start promoting this thing. We finished start getting this thing bigger and bigger because, man, I'm telling you, the conversations in here be so thorough, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's stuff that you ain't, you know, people ain't really talking like we talking, right? Uh, and we ain't, people ain't being, we ain't got no rhetoric. We don't have no sponsors. Nope. You know what I'm saying? We going to control our own narrative. We This yeah. is never going to be commercial as long as I can control it. <laughs> I'm not selling out to the devil. <laughs> Flat out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, we appreciate y'all, man. Like I said, man, it's Drop of Juice Podcast. Check us out on our streaming now. We're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all listening. God bless and we out.
Don't got you slipping up. Look how I'm living up. Police be tripping up. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like, yeah. I'm so dull like, yeah. 